Welcome back to Wine Not, a podcast for SA winos for our monthly wine club members. In this episode, we are still in Misha Estates Wines, and we are going to be drinking the La Famille Merlot from 2019. I'm joined by my co-host, Francois, who is once again live on location from the SA Winos Warehouse located in South Austin. Francois, how are you? I'm doing well, Brian. Uh, just, you know, this is a, for those who don't know, we record the, the podcast all on one day, so we're tasting all the wines at the same time. You know, you got to coordinate times and whatnot. And uh, it happens to be a Sunday. It's gorgeous weather out here in Austin, Texas. So just no complaints, no complaints. Um, and to be joined by such a great lineup of wines, right? Like we're tasting just distinct, I don't know, just, they're very, very good examples of the style that they're looking for. Obviously, Accordance is the last one we're going to be tasting on this next episode. That's a red blend. Um, but that Sauvignon Blanc we had, if you listen to that episode, just you know, blew our minds. And I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys think of this one because um, as we alluded to in the previous episode, Misha is an estate that didn't originally make wine. They, uh, they were a vine nursery. So they would, you know, grow vines for other estates and then sell it to them um, for planting and whatnot, which is I think kind of really cool. Um, so one of the fun facts is uh, in the Wellington region that they kind of exist, they, um, their growing region is on top of some really, really old exposed topsoil. Uh, some of the oldest on earth. So they get some really unique flavors from it. Um, I think it really presents itself more in the reds. Uh, you start getting very distinct, you know, minerality and uh, just really interesting flavors. So I, I, I always, you know, I judge, I think it's similar to, to the beer world. I kind of judge in the state a lot of the times on base kind of how whites are because white wine making is very delicate. Um, red is as well, but it's not quite um, as delicate as, as, as your white wine making. But um, I just have never had a bad wine for Misha. So Merlot, obviously you're looking for something that's a little bit fruitier, uh, not so dry. Um, and I haven't tasted this one in quite some time. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what I pick up this time around. Well, I am too. Uh, Merlot, now we talked about Sauvignon Blanc uh, in South Africa being its own kind of thing. Are we going to expect something like that from this Merlot, or is this going to be more universally on brand with Merlot? It's going to be, okay, so Misha Estate in and of itself, right, they they tend to be a little bit more in that, um, and I think it has something to do with the soil. They make a little bit more... Um, it, it's a, a more broadly based Merlot. So okay. I think this one is probably going to come a little bit fruit forward. Mm -hmm. um, it smells like it will. Um, and with Merlot, you're always looking for that stone fruit, you know, so you're looking for your dates, your plums, kind of that's kind of the, the, the spot you're looking for. And then sometimes Merlot can be a little smoky. Mm. And I'm interested to see if you get some, you know, smoky back end on this one. Cause I have not, I've, like I said, I've not tasted it today, and I, I don't think I've had this Merlot in probably six months. So okay. uh, very interested. It's a 2019. Um, I think we spoke through it last cast as well. 2,200 bottles produced. And 2,200 cases. Produced. Yeah. 
Um, so just over 12,000 bottles, you're still getting something that most of the states, that's a very limited run uh, production. So 12,000 bottles is not a lot of, not a lot of, of barrels of wine. Right. Well, we're joined once again by my wife, Avery. Um, Avery is a red wine drinker. Um, what do you think of this uh, La Famille Merlot? I mean, give me a Merlot, I'm happy. Give me a Misha Merlot, and I'm ecstatic. This is fantastic. I love it. Um, there's a little bit of a difference between the taste in yours and mine, because we ran mine through the... Just an that? aerator. The aerator. A... Um, so there is a little bit, almost like a drier taste in mine, but it is absolutely fantastic. You can smell just the juiciness of it. And I really like that. Do you taste that drier? Yeah, you're. It's almost like it's well, like more fuller bodied. Right. I don't know how else to say it. Um, again, it's like coats the entire mouth versus mine, which is it's like a jam bomb. Uh, now here's here's the question: um, Did you all have water between the Sauv Blanc and the Merlot? I did not. No. Okay. I think, and this is again right. We're tasting these all in a row. I think I would recommend cleansing your palate yeah because the first sip i took my mouth turned into the sahara desert it was so freaking dry uh so i i think having a little water and then tasting it again i think there's kind of that green red grape reaction going on there uh so second second sip i got all the the fruit forward Mm -hmm. i would agree and I didn't mind that the first sip was super dry because I like a super dry wine, but I would agree after drinking water and then coming back to it, it definitely has a... But it, a, it also robs your, your your palate of some of the more delicate flavors. Right. 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 It's, dryness, it takes all of those tasting buds and just, yep. you know, closes them up. So the, the, the weird part is the fruit that I'm picking up out of here. It's not what I was expecting. Um, so I'm drinking the one that's not aerated. It's just the bottle was open for probably about 40 minutes before we poured. Um, and it is, yes, it's dry for sure. Uh, but it also, I don't know when I say jammy, like it, it, like there are fruit, fruit notes in here that I wasn't expecting that I didn't smell in here. Cause you know, when you smell wine, you kind of know what to expect. This one kind of caught me out of left field. But I think it goes back to that Cassius fruit, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I can taste that now in this wine. And I can't remember which one was it. I think it was the Neil Joubert, uh Cab Sauv that had Cassius as a tasting note. Yeah, black currants. Yeah, uh, that, that's uh, like I get black currant and blackberries. You know mm-hmm. that like weird, super dry, um, tanniny flavor that you get out of blackberries right before you start crunching into their seeds. Um, it's really, really interesting though. I, like I definitely it. get. It, I will say, if it is too dry in your mouth, have some water. Yeah. You have something going on on your palate that is interfering with because I just, you know, as I'm having more, I unfortunately I'm on the back porch, so I don't have water with me. But as I'm having a little bit more, I'm starting to get that true fruit forward yep. that I was expecting, and it's it's there. Mm-hmm. So if you're not tasting it, two things are are maybe going on with your bottle. Um, you didn't leave it open for long enough, mm-hmm. so just leave it open for longer if it's too dry. Um, and then the other thing is maybe have some water, you know, before you, you, you go into your tasting. Cause that's really the only two things that could be wrong. Obviously you could have gotten an unfortunate, and we should actually talk about this. Okay. Um, 
there are unfortunate occasions, and it's unavoidable, where bottles are corked. And corked wine is not something that any winemaker, any wine uh, retailer intends for you to consume. Okay, So you will know a bottle is corked if you smell it and you can smell cork. Okay, So when you open a bottle, you should smell wine. You should not smell the cork that was oh, in there. Let me write that down real quick. I got to <laughs> yeah. open a bottle of wine. I should smell, smell wine. wine. Got it. Got it. But you'll know if you've ever opened a corked bottle, it smells like like disintegrating cork smells, right? Mm. Like it's got that very corky uh, kind of, you know, nose. It's like natural it, decay smell. Exactly. Exactly. Like if you've ever walked into a cellar yep. and it smells like musty, that's what it smells like. And if you do so happen to get in your wine club or in an order from us, whatever, a bottle that is corked, please email us. Please text us um, on our social media channels. We will send you a replacement. Uh, corked wine is inevitable. It does not have anything to do with the winemaker, the quality of the wine that you bought. It is 100% stuff that's beyond control, right? Like cork is a natural product as well. Um, it comes from trees. Uh, mostly Portugal and south south of Spain. Um, and it's a process that's not 100%. So uh, sometimes the cork lets, lets in a little bit too much oxygen, and that's when you get that flavor. If you get any corked product from us, I have gotten a bottle or two myself in the hundreds of bottles that I've bought from, from the warehouse. Um, and if it if it does happen, just shoot us a text. We'll We'll send you something new. Um, to replace it, same bottle uh, that is not corked because it's not often that you get cork cases. It's mostly a bottle or two here or there, um, you know, yep. just didn't work out. And that's okay. It does happen. That so, does happen in the beer world as well, Francois. Yep. It's, but just like all good wine stewards, uh, SA Winos takes care of uh, the customer, makes sure that they have the best wine experience that they can have, which is why we do this podcast, Francois, right? That's right. Um, yeah, we, we honestly, I mean, I, I think just for those of you who are listening, who gave us feedback at the warehouse, uh, we appreciate everybody listening. I know it is tough, you know, to uh, kind of always find value in a wine club membership. And we're really trying to make sure that, um, you know, you don't have to come to the warehouse to learn about the wines that you're having. That's part of your membership. We give you the little insert. You can read through that. It's a little bit more detailed than the podcast is. The co podcast is more of a conversational throw it on Friday night, back patio, learn a little bit about the wine, enjoy your wine. You mm -hmm. know, um, that's kind of the intent of this. So anybody listening, everybody who has provided some feedback, we really appreciate it. Um, we can't wait to keep doing this for everybody, every release. Yeah. I mean, uh, I get to drink along with Francois and it's, it's fun. I enjoy that as well. And I will say just knowing that these are not wines that you can get just anywhere has made it super special. I know when my family comes over for holidays, and I have these wines and they're super pumped about them and they taste wonderful. Like it just makes being a part of the club worth it tenfold because it's like they can't they can't just grab these anywhere. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. V exclusive. Uh, I, I, I enjoy that. We were joking beforehand, but like to be a member of something, it is I already feel elevated. And then. <laughs> To have those experiences where you get to go out to the warehouse where uh, Avery and I were lucky enough to, when we visited y'all, we were able to stop by and uh, do a tasting there in the warehouse and taste along with other folks who were doing the same. It was 
a good experience to have. Um, and one that we are hoping we can share with you, the listeners at home. So uh, again, we do appreciate any feedback that you have for us. We hope that you keep listening, but most importantly, Francois, if the listener has any questions, uh, any uh, wants to buy more bottles of the Michaud Merlot or any of the products that SA Wino sells, how can they do that? Yeah. So uh, as always, follow us on the socials, SA Winos on Instagram and Facebook. If you just want to, if, well, if you don't have socials, which, you know, a lot of our members don't, uh, please do sign up for the newsletter. Uh, we announce all our events, any upcoming special promotions, whatnot, uh, through the newsletter. So you'll be able to get that. You can get that at sawinos.com. Um, if you do want to sign up for the newsletter and you're not part of the wine club, you can also join, uh, fill out an application on there, check out a wine club membership, um, either uh, resident or non-resident. Uh, only difference there really is shipping. So that's the price difference. We do have to charge a little bit extra to ship out of state, uh, but you'll still get plenty of value in the club. Um, hopefully, obviously it's up to everybody's decision, but our out of state members really enjoy it. It's wines that they can't get in their area as well. Um, so it's just unfortunate that shipping is, it's a little bit more expensive than normal. So um, do do sign up, sawinos.com. Uh, join us on the next episode of Why Not. We'll be tasting the final wine in our April release series. Uh, again, it'll be from East Other State. It'll be the Accordance, which is a blend. And we'll tell you more about that blend uh, on the next episode. Uh, this one is, let's just quickly turn the bottle. Again, about 12,000 bottles produced. So, um, well, 13,200, but it's okay. Who's counting? Um we will <laughs> join you. Uh, man. Yeah. So please join us on the next episode uh, where we'll be tasting the accordance and uh, have a great rest of your day.